bit because we haven't gotten a whole lot into the, the relationship and dating. A lot of the, the things that I'm getting here are questions on how to have a healthy, intimate relationship emotionally. Mm -hmm. The first thing that comes to my mind, particularly as the father of a daughter, mm -hmm. is that there is a difference between sexual engagement and emotional engagement. Mm -hmm. That sexuality, if it is separated from the emotional relationship, makes the relationship unhealthy. Sexuality is a component of interpersonal relationships, along with the friendship, and along with reliability and honesty and commitment. And so one thing that I, that I encourage my adult patients to do, but it has implications for older adolescents and very young adults, is that don't separate sexuality from the emotional friendship context of a relationship. Mm -hmm. If you do that, it's going to be an unhealthy relationship. Mm -hmm. And so, for one thing, I would suggest, particularly for young people, that they don't necessarily introduce the sexuality as the way to start the relationship. Let's, let's build a friendship. Let's have a context mm -hmm. in which the expression of sexuality can be very satisfying and very meaningful. Another component of early dating that I think about is the notion that I have value. And I'm interested in you because you have value. Mm. If there is anything that takes place in the connection between you and me where I am not valued, because I know I'm not going to devalue you, but if you devalue me in some fashion, that you are disrespectful, that you are nasty, that you are mean, then there's no room for that in this relationship. Mm. Now, if you treat me that way because you are unwell and you have a lot of other wonderful characteristics, but your unwellness needs to be treated like you have a substance abuse problem mm -hmm. or you have bipolar mania and you're very irritable or angry as a result of that genetic condition, mm -hmm. I will understand that if and only if we identify it and you do something about it. But there will not be a continuing relationship if I am not valued because I value myself and there's no room for anyone in this world that doesn't value me. Right. So it sounds like it should be something that starts within a little bit because I know at that age where you're 17, 18, 19, it's very hard to stay on the straight and narrow path toward achieving things that are good for you. And a lot of people struggle to know in all of that if it's a lack of a fathership. It's like a man session. It's like a recession, a lack of fathers who are emotionally and physically present and the impacts that it has on young girls, young boys. If it's not handled in a good way, they, their self-value is low and then they start making relationship intimate choices that reflect that devaluing that they have of themselves. In a sense, you're hearkening back to a notion that you put forth earlier in our discussion today about emotional intelligence. Mm. That, you know, in school we're, we're taught reading, writing, arithmetic. Nobody ever really teaches us about fundamentals of self-awareness or psychological principles mm. until we're much older maybe and take our first psychology course. Mm. But the reality is that the measurements of and predictors of life success are not built only on whether you're good in algebra or not, or even mm. on whether you're a good writer or can summarize a, a novel effectively. The measurements of 
health and success in a productive life course are built largely on, a, on an entirely different set of skills that have nothing to do with the traditional things that are measured in IQ tests. And that has to do with emotional intelligence. Right. The ability to be insightful, the ability to have awareness, the ability to understand emotions, mm -hmm. emotions that I have and emotions that you have. Right. And to understand how my behavior influences you and how your behavior influences me. Right. Now, young people are particularly sensitive to what other people think. And that's a, a characteristic that melts away a little bit more when we get a little bit older and we have more and more accomplishments in life. It, we become a little bit less sensitive. But mm -hmm. think of all the people in middle age or older adulthood who've gone through the world needing that acknowledgement or recognition. When our well-being is built on what someone else delivers or fails to deliver, that's a signal that we're out of balance. Right. We were just talking about instant gratification and kind of bargaining with our future selves. Do you have anything to say about that with a poor schedule, not being happy with how you look, your eating, just it's multifaceted, but for a young adult, I know that that's definitely something we all encounter. Interesting, you know, some people thrive on the lack of structure yeah. and their creativity juices flow like crazy. And if they are in the type of life where you don't need to be highly structured, then that's fine. I don't think there need to be any rules. The challenge, of course, is that the majority of people can't bank only on their creativity right. and on doing the things that, that they do on their own. The majority of people need to interact with lots of others in different environments. So if you're in the type of environment where you do have to interact with others, then there really is not much of a choice. You either participate in some of the conventions of how to interact with others or, or you can't participate. Mm. And if you are wanting to participate and finding that you cannot participate because of, of your inability to structure yourself, then you might need some professional help in getting there. And there are different reasons why some people have difficulties. Some people might have difficulty because they're having problems with organization, mm. like that which might appear in bipolar uh, hypomanic illness or might appear in attention deficit disorder. It could also be a problem of motivation that it, maybe you're in a job where you have to interact with other people and maybe you're not really even terrible at interacting with other people but you actually hate your job and if you can't get a hold of that and realize that you have absolutely no passion for this position mm -hmm. then you're not gonna be happy in your life and you're not gonna be productive in that job. So right. something's gonna have to give. You're gonna have to bite the bullet and, and just fit into the structure and continue to be miserable. Or maybe you need to look at yourself and say, well, this isn't the right position for me. How do I start to move on to something else? Right. If you do have a condition that's interfering and it's not a part of your passion and your level of interest, then try to be honest with yourself and say, I can't do this by myself. There's something wrong here. I don't know what it is, but I need to do something about it. Mm -hmm. So if that's the case, then you might want to allow some healthcare professional person to chime in and figure yeah. out, okay, so what is this? You know, is this a problem of motivation? Is it a problem of passion? Is it a problem of disorganization because you have an unrecognized hypomanic, you know, manic depressive like bipolar illness? Do you have even as a 24-year-old, an attention deficit disorder that you didn't realize you had, but the manifestations of it were already present when you were seven years old and your parents didn't know how to get you help for it. Mm -hmm. 
Dr. Saltz, thank you so much for tuning in. And as we said, this is an open conversation. And so if you're feeling any of these things that are stirring inside of you and you want to get better and you want to seek help, there are people always within reach. And if you don't believe that, you're going to have to get out of your own way and talk to some of those teachers and counselors that, that are first responders. And we're, we're there to help you. And we can seek professionals who are clinical researchers and psychiatrists and psychologists that can help you get to be at a place where you are stable and you get to a place where you're actually comfortable in your own skin and you can start to thrive. It's not about just surviving day to day, and it is. Life is terrible, it really, I mean, look at what we're in right now. But once you get beyond that and you start to embrace the challenge, embrace the anxiety, embrace the depression and say, I can do something about this, you then start to thrive and then everyone around you starts to thrive as well. So Dr. Saltz, thank you so much for coming on. And everybody, with that being said, this is Just Start Podcast and on this episode, just start to make a decision today that's going to impact a meaningful, more fulfilling tomorrow. I'm Jordan Hernandez. Mm-hmm.